Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mail Right Podcast. We are beyond excited to have the Chief Marketing Officer from Showcase IDX with us today. Can't tell you how grateful we are that you made the time to visit our little corner of the internet today. So, um, John, I'm going to skip you and me for the moment because Kurt's definitely the rock star for this particular show. So, Kurt, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to anybody who may not know who you are, who Showcase IDX is, whatever. Yeah, well, thank, thanks for having me. Uh, always blessed to be uh, to, to join anybody's tribe and, and get that little bit of trust you all give by letting me come on. So, uh, yeah, I work with ShowcaseIDX.com. Um, so, ShowcaseIDX.com. Um, for those that, that aren't full in real estate, I know that's where you all very uh, very much uh, lay into and help with, is uh, we're that home search. So, by far the dominant home search in uh, for individual agents. They help uh, thousands of agents across 100 plus brokers as a team. It's the only home search that consumers consistently choose over Zillow, which is saying something. So um, there's both a huge benefit from the from the organic side, but but people like like to use it, and that that's a good thing. Uh, myself though, uh, I've helped create three of the marketing channels that we all use today. And so uh, when I kind of got, uh, I didn't wasn't looking to come into real estate, and so I had a fraternity brother reach out to me for for some personal advice. And um, a couple of days later, I ended up actually joining Showcase. Um, and so it's been a wild ride of the last five years. So, okay, well, you can't drop that intro and not have me ask what are the three channels that you helped create because uh, I didn't have the time obviously to do the d- deep enough dive to figure that out. So now, now I'm just super curious. Yeah. So um, uh, initially, so location-based uh, marketing, location-based targeting. So I was at a company called Navtech became here technologies. And so any targeting of ads based on where the, uh, where the individuals are, um, Actually, I created some of the initial patents that Google and Apple and others and Amazon have, have licensed to, to do that targeting. And so as marketers, we all do that today. Say, hey, I just want to show these ads to people, you know, real estate agents in the state of Georgia. Um, that, that, so we helped, we built the data for that and all the core technology that was licensed for that initially and is now used globally. Um, and then social media management. So I was one of the two companies um, that really was the enterprise place for, we helped Facebook start their APIs for all the pages and social media management. Hootsuite would have been what each of us would have used individually with, with, mm-hmm. with clients and things. But we were at a company called Vitru that Oracle ended up buying. And then I started one of the first influencer marketing platforms. Um, so, I mean, influencer marketing has been around for thousands of years in one form or another. But uh, the true platforms that, that people go out to use, I helped start one of those. So, Well, it's uh, I'm sure that you looked at uh, that that billionaire that just bought the $100 million home here in LA, who is, who is the king of influencer marketing. And you probably said, huh, I wonder if I, if I missed the boat slightly, but, um, uh, well, we've, we've made a lot of other people good money. So like even on, <laughs> even on that location company is like, I mean, we, some of us did okay, but the investors did a lot better. So, um, but at the end of the day, it, it, it takes individuals to make technology work. So I tend to be the, the operations person and, and the person with a high-end technology background, but it takes people like you all that actually use those tools because most agents, most individual businesses, like either they're not capable of it uh, or they have other things in their business to do. And so it's like, it's one thing to do the technology. It's another thing to make something magic out of it like you all do. Got you. All right. Well, that's... Hell of an intro. Super excited to get into it. I don't know what we're getting into, but we're going to get into it. Um, John, um, 
Why don't you, for those of you who don't know who John is, he is my fearless co-host. He is a technologist himself. He is a longtime entrepreneur. He started many different businesses, one of which happens to be in the real estate space, helping realtors out with websites and um, things of that nature. But for, for those people that may not know who you are, John, why don't you go ahead and give your own elevator pitch real quick? Yeah, thanks, Rob. It's my birthday today, Rob. Happy birthday. You yeah. never tell me that. So yeah. congratulations on making it yeah. another year. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. I feel very blessed to make another year. Um, actually, just to correct you, actually, Rob, I've only run three businesses in my whole, well, four businesses in my whole life. And um, Using the benchmark of zero, I still feel comfortable with my, my accreditation of many. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you would say most four, people yeah. have started zero businesses. Zero. You've started yep. four. Yeah. That is many in my still many in my book. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, but you hear these people they've had loads of businesses, haven't they? You hear the some of these online. But yep, I take that. Um, I'm the joint founder of Mailwright. We build great WordPress websites, semi or, or full custom. For real estate agents, plus we've got a CRM. We do text, email marketing, all on our own platform. And it's all at a great price. And we link that with Facebook and Google paid advertising. Back over to you, Robert. Cool. And uh, today I'm your voice host. My name is Robert Newman. I'm a 14-year veteran of the real estate marketing industry. I've started a couple of tech companies of my own. Uh, Inbound REM is the only inbound marketing company that focuses on real estate in the US. And uh, if you're interested, you could go to inboundrem.com and learn plenty more about me and what that company does. All right. With no further ado, we're going to jump into it today. And we're going to talk about a component of real estate that I feel is is talked about uh, ad nauseum. But we here on this show, Kurt, haven't had a conversation about IDX in maybe a year. So you yep. stand alone in terms of our recent podcast episodes. I think the last time that we talked about IDX is when we had the previous CEO of IDX Broker on the show, Chad. And I'm going to blank on his last name, but we had Chad on the on the show probably a little over a year ago. And that was our last conversation about IDX. So um, let's jump into this. Why, what would you say makes Showcase IDX different from other IDX tools that are out on the market? Let's start there. It's uh, from, from most, I mean, the, the main competitors, and so I separated to, is it an all-in-one? So part of the build, the whole website that's built in, or you know, an all-in-one like an inside real estate, or is it a standalone IDX like Showcase, IDX Broker, iHome Finder? And so for us, we're we're the only one that's actually part of your own website. All of the competitors, while they may have little widgets that will embed into your your, your sites, the main search either takes place on a subdomain search.curtuler.com or they're going to take place in iframes. And no matter what anybody tells you, when you go look on the technical side, Google is smart enough to tell that when a subdomain or an iframe that it's not on the same server as the rest of your site. So it treats it very different. And so not that you can't get organic traffic, but good luck ranking for most of the buying key le- or keywords with, with any of kind of the competitors there because you know, like Google gives that credit, doesn't give that credit to KurtEuler.com. They're going to give it to whoever's hosting that subdomain website or the iframe, um, which, mo- which is really all the competitors tend to run on. That's different than with the all in one solutions that are out there as well. Um, and so we have clients like I kind of give the example 
I think every agent could be Patrick Higgins. Patrick Higgins is a compass agent in Nashville, Tennessee. He uh, has nashvillehome.guru. I didn't even know there was a .guru until he became a client. He gets, you know, you go look up in HRFs, you go look in, uh, you know, SEM Rush. Um, you'll see the numbers that he gave in the testimonial. He gets 50,000 organic visitors or more on a monthly basis from Google. And it's not just because mm-hmm. he dropped a $100 plugin in there, but it's what his team does with that technology. And it's like, you're just not going to find the, those success stories with competitors. Um, so that, that's where I think a lot of people come, but people stay because, uh, or a lot of agencies bring is because there's that retention. Um, there's this huge drop-off third-party reports saying, so not not me, not my mom saying that we've got the best home search, but but you look at the competitors and people go, yeah, you may get the lead, but there's an 85 or 90% chance that the, the buyer will still go to Zillow to do the home search. So you know a competitive agent's going to call your client. And and Showcase IDX is on the opposite end of that spectrum. People actually tend to use it and come back to your site. Copy you. So I actually, John, give me one last second. I should have opened with this question and I it, it escaped me. So I'm going to do a follow-up and then John... I'm gonna. You you booked this guest, so I I know you reached out and did all the things. So I I suspect strongly that you have your own list of things that you really are dying to ask. But one more question for me. I'm curious to know. I'm I I looked up your resume, and it reads like any really strong tech digital resume would, which you don't see inside the real estate space. Not really. There's only a handful of people that really have a like a deep and solid tech background. Even when you look at the founders for real estate marketing companies, you you find a couple of developers here and there, like Ben, who, who did Sierra Interactive. You find a couple of SEO guys like me and Morgan. You, t- mm-hmm. you find a couple of... But there are not that many true technologists. Here and there, you find like the guys over at Playster who were experienced technology startup guys, but they had no experience inside real estate. So you're an experienced tech guy. What in the world got you to say yes to an IDX plugin company? And a small IDX uh, company as well. So um, I had taken 18 months off on a sabbatical after um, exiting an influencer marketing company um, and had been doing consulting for about another 18 months. And literally had, uh, had, had was now a friend and coworker, Alan Pinstein, who started Showcase IDX back in like 2003, um, but it also started another real estate company called uh, uh, technology company called Tourbuzz, which he had sold. And he reached out to me, and it was like we didn't know each other, just fraternity brothers from different schools. And it's like, hey, you talked to you know, the intro was like, you talked to your wife and letting you take take a, a while off. That seems like a hard conversation. Can we grab coffee? I'd like to know how that conversation like even gets started. And um, he told me about Showcase IDX and. Like he wasn't, he wasn't bragging, but like, as I asked questions, he, it was clear that technology was light and day versus anything else that's out there. And I, uh, asked, uh, I, I asked them, you know, Hey, you know, would you want me to take a, you know, talk to him? Cause market adoption was their issue. And he introduced me to Scott Lockhart a couple of days later. And, um, I mean, Scott uh, Lockhart is a salt of earth, wonderful person, decades of uh, time in uh, real estate. So he's got that background in real estate, as does Alan um, that you mentioned. And I was like, wait a second, you already have the technology and selling it and getting people to use it is the problem. I can help with that. And so I think it was five do- five days from conversation with Alan to meet, meet uh, and Scott finding terms that I agreed to and, and joined. So 
That's kind of how I came in, not at all looking for it whatsoever. Um, I mean, there are some deep technology people, but it's not who the average agent will get. Like if you go talk to, you know, the gentleman who's founded and runs Tribus, deep technology, way more technologist than I am. Um, But he builds things for big brokerages. And it's like, that's the average agent doesn't just spin up and go, hey, I want to go, go pick up Tribus. Right. Okay. Interesting. John? Yeah, that's great. So, Kurt, you mentioned about this agent that's getting, I think you use a figure of 15,000 hits on his website. A lot more. A lot 50, more. Than that. 50 is the number. 50. Five zero. Thank you. Um, what do you think are some of the things? Because I, I try and put myself into the shoes of our listeners and viewers. So I try and ask questions that they're probably wanting us to ask. So what are some of the things you think this agent's doing, utilising Showcase IDX the right way, how they're utilising that technology? Give a couple of examples, could you, that you feel they're using it that gets them that type of success? Yeah, uh, fundamentally, he's building community pages. You can see it if you go look in any reports on uh, uh, SEM Rush or anything about the pages. He builds these local community pages. So in Na- he's in Nashville, but you can go look. I lived in Nashville for a number of years, and so there's a suburb, Brentwood, uh, Tennessee. He'd have a page for Brentwood, condos in Brentwood, townhomes in Brentwood, open houses in Brentwood. And 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 he, he has a process that... Um, that, that they just build those out over time. I think too many agents, they think about their website as, I build it, then I'm done. Yeah. And and Patrick didn't take that approach. He built it, knew that people don't generally search for addresses. They search for subdivisions, community, property types and areas. And he's just started building those community pages that uses Showcase IDX uh, technology but then he puts his own unique words on there. So first of all, he has the page. Just having that standard operating procedure and says, hey, look, I'm going to build two of these or five of these every week is what most agents won't do. They're, they either want to write a small check or a big check and be done with it as opposed to start it up and just start building these over time because anything in marketing, as we all know, whether it's inbound, drip campaigns, pay-per-click, SEO, it takes consistency. And so refining things. And frankly, Patrick wasn't scared. He got started. Did he do the first pages perfectly? No. Just like none of us did our first podcast perfectly. And the, the, this version is probably way better than the first five that you did. And so he just keeps doing those time and time again. And we, there's lots of examples of, of customers like that. Uh, Red Wagon, uh, Redwagonteam.com is another one. Jay Valento. He now at this point probably has thousands of those community pages, but he started by just building a couple. Oh, that's great. Um, just observation, I don't know if you agree. I, I think also a lot of people, they get a bit daunted by the whole concept because they're busy with other things. Yeah. Um, so you see a lot, so these community pages, these guide pages, a lot of them are very cookie cutter. Um, yep. in And they don't have a lot of value they, because they so what what are of the successful community pages you observed? What are some of the key things that you think people really love with a good quality community page? Yeah, I well, I, I mean, I think for me, there, there's always those two audiences that agents just need to be aware of. Uh, there's the there's the consumer, the buyer and seller, and there's Google, and so. The consumer's never gonna like the consumer's only ever gonna see your page uh, if you send it out to them 
unless you can make Google happy. And Google wants something different. If you did, we'll say with the Brentwood, Tennessee example, if I did condos in Brentwood, Tennessee, if I don't put something unique on the page, even if you're, if, there could be 100 agents using Showcase IDX in Brentwood, and, and if they're all going to be the same basic listings that are available for condos there, unless you do something different. And so what the different is, what would you say if I was an agent or if you were an agent and I called you and said, why should I buy a condo or not buy a condo in Brentwood, Tennessee? Agents tend to get locked if you ask them to write that down. Go write me 300 words or 800 words about why somebody should buy a condo in Brentwood, Tennessee. Don't freak out. And they'll find every reason for the next three months to not write something that if I just called them on the phone and said, hey, I've got $300,000, I want to buy a condo, they could all talk for three minutes on that. And so the successful agents, they find some way to get unstuck. Some cases it's writing it. I mean, I, I literally find that, you know, the, the agents that really get unlocked is they'll leave themselves voice messages and then send it to their virtual assistant, or they'll do a voice note and then they'll just send it to like rev.com to transcribe it for them. Because every agent in an area could talk talk enough to get any of the content we would want to see as as a marketer like we all are on those community pages. But if it doesn't get out of the agent's head onto the page, Google's not going to see it. But when Google sees it, they'll rank it because that's not something that Zillow can do. Zillow, Zillow may have more listings and coverage for your area, but Zillow can't write unique content about moving into that property type in your area or that neighborhood and you as an agent can and when people do that with the technology the right technology google pays attention all right over to you rob um so there are a lot of innovative things that case idx has done um the things that they stand alone in uh interactivity with the audience viewing properties together as a group these are innovations that Showcase IDX has put into the marketplace, have comments on a property, stuff like that. Like they, they created properties and then they made a little widget that says you can add a comment as if it was a blog post. But I think that the comment then gets sent to the, the person who owns the site. So instead for the website user, it's a tricky way to increase engagement on your website using your property search tool as an engagement inducer. So, it, it is. It is. It's also that way of look. I mean, no matter what site you're on, whether Zillow or not, um, nobody searches for a home alone. I mean, I mean, if you're married or you're, you're in a relationship, you're searching with your partner. So you're texting or emailing them links from Zillow or other places. Um, if if you're single, you're still texting your friends. Hey, I saw this place, or you're asking your mom or your your ex or something. Hey, what do you think about this place? And so that same widget allows you to invite people just into that private search on the site. And choose whether or not you act, you can actually, as a, as a home buyer, not let the agent see that. You can turn that off in your settings. And at which point is like, no, then that's just a private conversation between me and my wife. Or I can uncheck things and say, hey, I want my agent, I want the agent who owns the site to offer feedback on this. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to break. But when we come back, I'm going to see if you have... So I already personally, between me and... John, I was already familiar with Red Wagon Team and Nashville Guru. They have, one, come up in my consultations with people as websites to chase. And two, they have come up for me as a as an entrepreneur because we have been using IDX Broker for a long time uh, due to some visual customizing things that I happen to really love mm -hmm. about IDX Broker. However, 
I have probably looked more at Showcase IDX than most of the people that you will speak to that isn't actually a client using the tool. And I have some questions that I personally would love the feedback too. There are things I do like about IDX brokers. If I was running an agency, there are reasons I might use them as well too. So yeah. So uh, with no further ado, we're going to come back and get do an even deeper, deeper dive than we've been doing. Ladies and gentlemen, stay, to- stay tuned, stay buckled in. We'll be back in a number of seconds. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to the MailRight podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are in a, a conversation with Kurt. And Kurt, is it, am I saying it right when I say Uller? Is that correct? Yeah, Euler. It's, you have Euler. to say closer to the way the Czech, uh, the Czech pronunciation is, but I, my family says Euler here. Euler. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Euler. All right. Kurt Euler. Yeah. To be fair, I travel a lot. So it's, <laughs> I would normally go towards the natural, you know, the natural language pronunciation of the word. So Kurt Euler. We're we're here with Kurt Euler, who's the chief marketing officer for Showcase IDX, and I'm here with my co-host as well, Jonathan, the founder of MailRight, and of course I'm Robert Newman, uh, the founder of Inbound REM. Welcome back to the show. We are here talking about Showcase IDX, and now I'm about ready to ask some questions that may make most of you have their eyes glaze over, but there might be a handful of you brokers (laughs) listening to the show that are kind of curious about some of these same things. So. One of the things that I've noticed, and it's not your fault, I got to say this before the audience say, Kurt, this isn't a showcase IDX issue. This is a person using the website issue, which is not showcase IDX. Showcase has done a great job of providing a tool that helps realtors get traffic back to the site. Got to just massive full disclaimer right up front. But I've discovered that with the kinds of pages that some of your these guys are writing, that while they do occasionally elicit response, oftentimes the response is extremely low quality, false leads, things of that nature. I'm curious to know that as as the chief marketing officer, have you spoken to these customers and have you ever asked the question about ROI on these sites? Like, Uh, I don't doubt that there's massive lead generation. I'm saying specifically, do these leads convert into sales? Uh, uh, yeah, I've asked that question. So, I mean, different sites do get hit with sometimes waves of spam that come up at times. And I mean, in some cases that also just happens as you start to rank much more, um, you're going to you're gonna get more lower quality leads. And so to some degree, if you have a site that doesn't rank, um, you're not getting very many leads. And so uh, in my experience, like pay-per-click leads tend to be pretty good for getting responses. They're not always the best from um, from converting to closed transactions, which is also the ROI that I really like to ask. And so for me, I, I end up looking at what, and asking questions about how what happens to your closed transactions with mm-hmm. using Showcase IDX, whether organic or pay-per-click compared to others as well. And so those tend to be very, very good. Um, I do say, I don't care what you're using, whether you're in your real estate or not. Uh, you need to be able to vet and pull out clients and uh, choose to who not to work with, especially as your business starts to grow. Sure. 
So, so the answer is the case studies that you've talked to, they are definitely attributing, they are taking some of the leads that they get, no matter how they, the, and we're attributing them to the website and showcase in particular, because if as most search tools, that is the primary lead driver for most agents, not as an inbound marketing company, by the way, we get a lot of phone calls off phone numbers, but as I also, since we're using IDX Broker, we get leads through IDX Broker. They yeah. tend to be lower quality than the actual calls that we get. That's why I'm asking you the question is I'm just curious to know if you'd ever dived into that with a client. I, and I, ha- I have. It, do- it does also depend on where that traffic comes from on the page. And so those that do, uh, those that are getting their traffic and leads from uh, com- those community pages, especially where they've written the unique content, those the the quality of those leads are peckable is what I hear. The the issue is sometimes um, I mean this is using technology for good and bad. You can also use the technology to also drive a ton of traffic to your home page, which is going to be generally a lower kind of quality lead, no matter what industry you're in. But if, if I go, if we stay with that Brentwood, Tennessee page, if somebody searched for Brentwood, Tennessee or Brentwood condos and your website shows up and I choose to click on that. There's such a bit, there's such a, um, a high, uh, one that's a very buyer related keyword. Um, but also then the trust that comes with you as that local agent over a big national brand, um, tends to be much higher. If on the other hand, I, I end up getting driven to your homepage, it's kind of brand versus brand at that point, at least in my experience. And so I, I, I've heard a little bit of that too, but the, the, the leads on those individual community pages, um, are, are quite high from a conversion perspective. Now with that, I also personally, what I what I like in the experience, I, I love the organic side of it, where I think see things then have a like a, a 10x in, increase for agents is when they built the community pages with the content and they bring it into their inbound either on the pay per click side or just their content marketing. So what happens when I meet somebody that's out in the real world or somebody my team does, and I, you say you're looking in Brentwood, we'll say with that example, and my follow up to you is a community page with 500, pay, uh, 500 words of unique content on Brentwood, Tennessee. Now, I've just passed the vetting test with you that, the, that Zillow's not going to have, most agents aren't going to have, because they are they may have a community page, but they're not going to have anything that kind of details those two. But it also gave the agent something to follow up with. Um, and I just say, like, from the inbound, that's when I see things really start to change is when the agents take the inbound upon their, their actual relationships. I uh, had another agent in Florida... How many people buy, you know, uh, you know, vacation condos? Well, he went when he after he started building community pages, him and his son run, uh, run a site together. When he met somebody, instead of just giving them his business card and hoping they'd follow up, he'd be like, "Oh, you know, look at you're you're around this weekend. Hey, Robert, can I? You know, I there's some open houses here." And so he he bring up his pay his site because he knew it, and he'd like, "If you just if you just send this email to yourself, just give me your email. It'll send you to a page where all the open houses are for condos at the beach that you like." This weekend, well, that was the first part of his process. It changed his interaction because it became, it's a sales thing when I give you my card or I ask for your info. When instead I have that open houses that are available this weekend, you and your wife can go look at, I just gave you something then. Mm-hmm. So he was like, people almost almost 100% would, they would take his phone and enter their email address to forward the page to himself. The game changer after that was when his inbound marketer said, do all those people sign up? And he was like, well, not all of them. And they went, could you just go through your sent emails on Sunday and send me the people that, that you met that didn't sign up? I'll follow up with them. Those two things 
it's the content and the inbound side that change that changes that changes your interaction. So you're not a salesperson at that time. You truly are a service person at that time. Yeah. Which is, that is a fascinating case study. I'm probably, John, please remember to send me this, the, the show, this show. I'm going to have to go back and review that. That sounds deeply fascinating to me. And I might, I might even follow up with you, Kurt. It's, it's been a while since somebody has made me like sit here and think if I want to change the consultations that I give, the strategies that I apply to my, my business. Usually I'm a little bit out in front of the pack because doing information marketing, you know, and trying to inspire response is very different than doing push marketing or trying to send somebody into a landing page and then grab their email address, usually through like hiding something or try, yeah. you know, telling them that they got, they have to register, blah, 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 blah. It Anyway, fascinating. John? Yeah, thanks. Um, so both me and Rob utilize WordPress. And I've been involved in the WordPress community for 15 years. And I run one of the biggest podcasts in WordPress development community yeah. on the internet. Um, why, you know, so me and Rob, we're quite passionate about utilising WordPress ownership, all the benefits of customization. But what do you say to people? Why should they look at um, a WordPress website utilising Showcase IDX rather than, let's say, Real Geeks or a number of total SaaS-based enclosed platforms? How yeah, no, that that's to a great people? question. Um, yeah, I mean, I, there there are other platforms. I mean, as you all very much know Wix and Squarespace. And God, if yeah. I hear Webflow, like, no, never use Webflow. Like, I understand why the creative designers that want to move stuff by a pixel care about it, but don't use Webflow, people. Um, but, the, <laughs> but WordPress is Word, WordPress is so is just so far advanced. Like, Wix and them, you know, may come along with it, and I hope that they do because they 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 have an ecosystem similar to WordPress. It's just most of us that build the technology, we can't integrate with those the way that we can with WordPress. And so the ability for our technology to integrate with WordPress and in a proprietary way, make our content, that, those home listings appear native to Google is, is, is something I just can't do on other platforms right now. So always choose WordPress. But there's nothing wrong with doing a Real Geeks or a, a KV Core or a sync or something like that. But I think the agents need to think about it in terms of, do they want an all-in-one or the, a, a tech stack of best of breed? And so like we almost all have that multi-tool that you kind of has pliers and you open it up and it's got a knife and it's got like a Phillips head screwdriver and a bottle opener. And like, that's useful. It's nice, like KV Core and Sync and Real Geeks, they're nice because they're just all together. And so if you don't have somebody like one of you to uh, one of your companies to, to help put together the full stack, they're just going to work out of the box. But are they the best? Well, no. I mean, but they serve a good purpose. And that connectivity is wonderful for a lot of agents. But it's like if, if, if the, any of the three of us were going to, I tell people, hey, if, even though that's a good tool, that multi-tool or Swiss Army knife, if, if you had a million dollars to build a house and 20 people showed up as contractors, would you give them all that multi-tool pliers or would you give somebody a saw and somebody a hammer and somebody a screwdriver? No, you're going to use specialized tools and you're going to use what's best for each one of those pieces. And that's what WordPress with Showcase and choosing the right CRM, the right marketing agency to do things on top of it. 
that's what you get when you either do it yourself or you have somebody else assemble the best of the breed searches. Like I'm never like there I've, I've been to websites that use real geeks or sync or KV core. I'm not going to use those to do my home search, but I will use that with a showcase IDX. Are they the best CRMs? I actually personally prefer follow boss. Follow boss is my favorite, like pure real estate CRM. Um, Now there's others that are, that, that are, that are okay, but it's like, but does KV Core get get by with it? Yeah, it, it's a it's really good. You just have to know how to use it. So that's kind of how I choose to explain to people is: what, Do you want that set of pliers that kind of folds out to get a knife and a screwdriver, or do you want like a stack of the best tools and somebody that'll help put you together, put that together for you? Oh, thanks for that. Over to you, Rob. I was I'm just laughing, Kurt. If you watched my KV Core review or my follow up boss review. You were more succinct about it, but you discover that I said almost word for word, identically what you just said. Like certainly the spirit of the videos is the same. Yeah. It just made me, it just made me laugh. Well, that's I why you're in the to... business that you're in. Yeah. Well, it's, a bit, it's a bit like Mailwright CRM. It's, it's, it's pretty okay. It, it, the CRM that you use is the one that really works, you know. Yes. But I say to people, if you're really, if you're really into really utilizing a, a CRM to the top level, mm-hmm. you should look at follow-up boss. It's the leader, but it's only worth. But you should use one anyway to get started because so many that's people that do have it, but they don't use it. Sorry, Rob, but no, no, that's that's and literally. That's the key to me and, and, and using it and using it with other thing, parts of marketing you should be doing. You should be doing drip campaigns. You should be sending out things. And so if, if, if I don't care what, like I love follow boss, but I know people who have, I mean, they, I've told them that they should leave follow boss because they're not using it, whether it's them or the tools or the combination. It just, it's not intuitive to those individuals. So they should find something that works well for them. I'd like to do, if you're okay with it, uh, Kurt and John, both of you, I would love to do five extra minutes of the show um, uh, for bonus content. And the five extra minutes would be asking you, Kurt, if you're down, what your favorite integrations are that work in or around Showcase IDX. We started on the subject already with some of the conversation that we've had. So we're just going to continue on in this vein. But basically, I'm asking you if there's anything you haven't already said that you may want to say on the subject. and then. That'll be that. You are you down? Five more. I'm I'm good with that. Okay. Okay. All right, John, are you down? Yeah, sure. Okay. Lovely. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be right back, and then you can find the bonus content on the YouTube channel. And we hope that you tune in. It's going to be about uh, Kurt's favorite integrations that work in or around Showcase IDX. Mm-hmm. 